0: You're listening to probably the best fitness and nutrition podcast where we give you the most important fitness and nutrition advice you will ever need to know. Probably. Make sure to like us on Facebook and Instagram for fitness at Roo Fitness and for nutrition at Stacked Coaching. While you're there, give us a five-star review, rate, review, and subscribe and share it with your friends. Yo 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 yo! Oh my
1: god, that's how we're starting. <laughs> I guess so.
0: Uh, we have a time
1: new, warp back to the '90s. We have a new
0: name to announce for our podcast. Uh, it just seemed like time and well, uh, it
1: started as just fitness related. Started just fitness. Started as Sarah more. and I
0: shooting the shit, and it's mm-hmm. turned into so Taking much more.
1: Making cocktails. I was say it started cocktails. Cocktail hour.
0: We had no idea what it was going to become, but.
1: And we have, like, more than four listeners now. Right.
0: Apparently, this is people's uh, yeah. Bible every day for how they live.
1: I'm always impressed, and I'm like, did y'all listen to this podcast? I'm talking to our members, and they're like, yeah. And I'm like, oh, really? I get people Great. listen to
0: it that I don't even know exist. So oh. um, okay. so you know, you welcome been. to probably the best <laughs> fitness and nutrition podcast.
1: <laughs> we'll get better at saying it without That laughing.
0: is a name. <laughs> Probably the best fitness and nutrition podcast. Probably. probably. We, maybe it is, maybe it isn't. We're not sure. Some weeks it definitely is. Some weeks, maybe not. So
1: Here we are. You're never good if you're not willing to be bad.
0: I love it. I love it. So we have with us Sarah Tabello, Emily Schneller, and I'm Bradley Schneller. We are starting a little three-week jaunt into- Mini-series? Mini-series of macronutrients.
1: Jaunt's a fun word.
0: Starting what I like to call the foundation of the nutrition house, protein.
1: Foundation is calories, right?
0: And just <laughs> macronutrients. A like calorie is not a macronutrient.
1: Right, but calories are at the bottom of the well, pyramid.
0: Yeah, but if we're talking about <laughs> fuel.
2: Okay, so if the foundation, like maybe calories are the foundation, but the... Oh, I just lost the word. First uh, rung of the ladder.
0: <laughs> no. How about calories of the pilings? Yeah, there you go. The okay. pilings of yeah. the house. That's
2: what the house... What's the frame of the house? That's what I was thinking of. Well, I think that's protein. the
0: carbs.
2: Okay. The frame of the house?
0: Yeah. And the we fat maybe is like about the finishings.
2: The rooftop? The roof?
0: <laughs> or the finishings. Like doorknobs. <laughs> and <Right>. faucets. <laughs> Uh, shout out to our friend, Liz. She's a stacked client. Um, she's been posting all the finishing she wants to do for a house okay. remodel. I
1: thought that that was brilliant. And if we ever build a house or remodel something, I'm totally putting polls on my Instagram story great. because yeah. I can never decide.
0: She, <laughs> I think I picked the no one. Like, uh, Me too. it was the hammered gold knob.
1: You picked the egg shaped, the egg shape. Me too. That's what I picked. Oh, that's why we love we, each other. We were
0: in the, we were in the x category so all right protein
2: (laughs) meanwhile I'm the one in my kitchen with all the mismatch knobs like I went with a theme and then they're all different colors and sizes
1: nice
0: or you could buy a house that someone else built and then hate half the stuff they did So so
1: staying with this idea of a house being the foundation or a pyramid and calories at the bottom whatever you want to say I sent Bradley a screenshot of a nutrition coach's ad that I got targeted two on Facebook and it's literally the ad is a picture of a pyramid and at the bottom it says macros and then the next level up says calories and I screenshot it and I sent it to Braille and I was like this is how fights on the internet get started
0: it's not fights it's how you should choose your nutrition coach whether they're pyramids (laughs) right or not
1: their pyramid was upside down all right
0: yeah all right so protein it was wrong protein protein (laughs) protein M, why is protein important? Why is it the foundation of our house? Or the flooring or whatever you want to call it. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, we need to we need to hammer this out.
1: It's probably the best Why fitness is protein and so important. important? I think protein is
0: probably the best macronutrient. <laughs> Here's why.
1: Why? Go ahead. What does it assist with?
0: Muscle building. hmm Fat burning. Mm-hmm satiation
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. satiety
0: is, that, is satiation a word or that make that up I've i know people say satiety. satiety but i feel like i feel I'm, like we
1: need to define that because a lot of times i say that word feelings and of are like, what fullness yeah it helps fill you up
0: keep talking about it because i want to google if satiation is a word
1: it assists with your immune system it assists with better recovery mm-hmm. um it has the highest what is abbreviated as T E F or thermic effect of food.
0: Satiation is a word.
1: Oh, good job.
2: So, and the thermic effect of food is one of my favorite. It's the meat sweats.
1: Yeah. Right. So it takes energy to digest meat, right? So you're generating this energy and if you generate enough energy, it causes heat, right? And that is why if you eat a crap ton of, of meat you go to a brazilian steakhouse <laughs> you come back with the meat sweats <laughs> literally i don't know if you
0: should be getting your protein from a pole
1: <laughs> but it- <laughs> <All right>. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's fine if you listen to our last podcast but
1: <laughs> <laughs> so i lost my train of thought with that last <laughs> comment so anyway the thermic effect of food aids in that um, energy out piece of the energy balance equation so it's causing you to expend energy to digest therefore it helps with that equation sweet one kind of thing that i want to help people understand is that like a hundred grams of chicken does not equal a hundred grams of protein. Yes, correct. Yeah, <laughs> I've definitely. I found that
2: as like we evolved into stacked and the way we introduce using like tracking calories that gets debunked a lot faster. But I remember yeah. um, nutrition coaching a couple years ago and someone. Someone was struggling, or they. I was looking at their log and they had logged like 200 grams of protein. And I was like, What the heck did you eat today? Yeah. They're like, Well, I had it was easy, I had 100 grams of chicken, yeah. and then I was like, Oh, no, no, back it up. Let's back it up. Yeah.
0: How does one log that though? Like, you'd yeah, have to put in specifically generic protein.
2: I think it was just like not looking at the final product of it like just gotcha. looking at the weight and yeah. assuming ah. like and writing down that on a sticky protein, note yeah gotcha, gotcha, like gotcha, you're gotcha. not saving you're not going back to review what that information looks like as a whole
1: yeah and so it's it's essential to weigh the chicken for example put it into an app like my fitness pal and it will spit out what that chicken is made of Uh, And it's made of a little bit of protein, a little bit. I mean, mostly protein. 23
0: grams to be exact Mm -hmm. of chicken breast.
1: Chicken breast. Yeah. But it's also important to recognize that different cuts of meat have even pro uh, chicken have different protein values. So the chicken thigh has a different protein content than a chicken breast.
0: Same as for seafood as well. We actually got into and a little bit of a wormhole of a conversation last night. We had a charred octopus I last night. I
1: never posted that picture. Did you? Well,
0: you took it on my phone and I forgot that I had it. Okay. Um, That's why. So we had octopus last night. And for anyone who's ever had octopus, it's really dense. Like it's super meaty. And I thought it was crazy for how dense it is to only have 14 grams of protein. And it just kind of blew my mind a little bit because I'm like, this is an appendage that is a muscle and like does stuff. I feel like it should be more protein than this. Mm -hmm. But it wasn't. It was 14 grams of protein, one gram of fat. I just thought it was weird. Likewise, scallops. Have scallops? Scallops. Is
1: that
2: how you say that? Well, that's how bougie people say it. <laughs> scallops. Scallops. Uh, it in the butt. Like <laughs> three sc- <laughs> less than
0: 85 grams of scallops <laughs> are like significantly more protein. I don't know, but it's fun anyway.
1: Uh, but I think that that's that probably of- <laughs> wasn't
0: the best use of information.
2: Uh, but, and I was also gonna say not only the cut, but looking at like does. Does it still have the skin on or not? All of those are going to change the macro ratios, Mm -hmm. basically.
1: And I think that without counting macros, I think that that's one of the biggest aha moments I see with people who have never counted macros before when they start. Because they see foods as single macronutrient sources. They think carbs. They think things like bread and pasta. They think protein. They think chicken and fish you know but in actuality it's made up of sometimes all three macronutrients and they're just in varying ratio if you want
0: to have a really good aha moment uh, i am having a terrible time saying words today (laughs) if you would have a really good aha moment go to the uh like deli tub at whole foods where they pre-slice um their meats, mm-hmm. okay? And I'm not talking about the packaged stuff in the case, like stuff that they pre slice from their deli and then wrapped in the Whole Foods bag, labeled it, and put it on. Anyway, there's nutritional facts on the back. And the other day, I, I eat a specific type of turkey because, you know.
1: Distel.
0: Distel. Smoked. Um, <laughs> but I was looking for that turkey. But in doing so, I was looking at some other ones. And they had about five different sliced turkeys, all with different macronutrients and so like some of the same brand with different macronutrients Mm -hmm. but the crazy part is is that some of these had like nine carbs per serving in it can you guess which ones those might be the
1: like honey baked yeah yeah, honey maple (laughs) (laughs) i was gonna say
0: whatever
2: was on the outside that they used to season the
1: turkey with yeah and The things you learn from reading nutrition facts.
2: <laughs> and one of our favorite fun facts: What is protein in?
1: Pretty much everything. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. People don't consider it like broccoli being a good source of protein, but from a vegetable standpoint, broccoli, broccoli has, has a high amount, a high amount of, amount of protein. Of protein. Um, romaine,
0: I, romaine has a decent amount of protein in it too.
1: I've
2: had Ryan pivot at dinner because we've got like nice like a nice cut of meat or something and he goes to make broccoli and i'm like no we need a different vegetable (laughs) we gotta switch it up
1: (laughs) love it uh yeah so if you are eating a higher protein diet what are y'all's favorite sources of protein i know what bradley's gonna say it's a recent favorite source venison no you like venison too you're all about some cottage cheese right now.
0: Oh, yeah. But that's not my favorite source. I love seared tuna. Yeah, I
1: was
2: going to say a really good tuna, tuna, tuna steak is yeah. like, hits the spot every time.
1: Shrimp has lots oh, of... Oh, shrimp.
0: I was talking about this the other day. I feel like <laughs> shrimp, gram for gram, has the highest protein punch. Yeah. For real. Like five shrimp is like 20 grams of protein. It's insane. Yeah. Uh, so... I find this happens all the time. Like newbies into the macro counting will go to a shrimp boil and they'll, let's say they weigh their shrimp and then they just pee, like weigh them with the shells on, mm-hmm. which is perfectly acceptable. Okay. And it's easy to do with shrimp rather than crawfish. Cause you can get a lot on that tray. They will eat that whole tray, weigh the shells, deduct it. They end up with like 300 grams of shrimp, pop that puppy into my fitness pal, and they just ate like 150 grams of protein. It is nuts. And Jordan
2: and Melissa did that one time. This was like a few months back. And I remember Jordan sent me a photo of her tray, and she was like, how do I measure this? Told her exactly to do that. Measure it now when you're done. remeasure measure, measure like do some math. the peels. And she was like, holy crap, we just ate 120 grams of protein a piece. <laughs> yeah, so like that
0: brings me to something that people don't realize, is like you can easily overeat protein mm-hmm. um and that can come with a lot of negative side effects like one it could affect your poop uh probably uh two it don't can, eat
1: viking waffles if you have yeah
0: <laughs> you can have the farts okay <laughs> did i just say the, fart? the farts well, the farts
2: so a lot depends on where your protein is coming from and like um i think something with the way stacked works that i love is that by the time we get into macros we have taught or people have learned how to get most of their calories from real whole food. But if you are getting most of your protein through supplementation, it's probably going to cause some gnarly side effects. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, and the other thing it causes is bloating and water retention. Mm-hmm. So
1: cool. Yeah. Uh, all right. So. Yeah. We talked a little bit about plant-based proteins. Broccoli has lots of protein, things like lentils, quinoa, chickpeas. Uh, let's talk about amounts that people need.
0: Yeah. I think so. There are ranges and, and we have calculations. Okay. Um, but it also varies on your muscle mass. Okay. It
1: also varies on your age. So yeah. the short answer to how much do I need this is depends. This, this is the stacked answer that everybody
0: knows we're going to say it depends. Yeah.
1: Well, I think I had this conversation with a client yesterday. I think when people are so like steadfast, like everybody needs X, Y, Z, this diet, this amount of whatever it is. Like that's how you can tell that they're being dogmatic. If you ask a question to an expert, experts can see like nuances in things. And usually the, the response that you get is it depends. And sometimes that's a frustrating response to get when you're trying to mm-hmm. learn. Uh, but it it's the truth. Yeah.
0: I mean, if you look at Coach Shane... Coach Jonathan and myself—we all have three different protein intakes yeah. between the three of us. I actually have the highest, and then Coach Jonathan, and then Coach Shane. Mm-hmm. Uh, age matters, muscle mass matters,
1: activity level.
2: <laughs>
0: he you just insinuated
1: that. Oh, he just insinuated <laughs> that he has the most muscles out of them. I'm also the youngest. <laughs> <laughs> Which is another Sad. feather in your cap.
2: <laughs>
0: if I don't say.
2: <laughs> I ran with Jonathan this morning, and part of our warm up two laps around the track about halfway through always involves the question. He looks at me and he goes, Do you want to know what I have for dinner last
1: night? <laughs> a I love cheese it. board, apparently. <laughs> Good God. Um, you're also the fastest. Ooh.
0: Yeah, short distance wise, yeah. I mean, there's no doubt Jonathan can probably beat me in anything over a mile, uh, but. Yeah, I'm the fastest.
1: I mean, side note, do you want to tell everybody what you did?
0: Yeah, I ran a (laughs) sub 60 second 400. It's something I've been training for for over a year to do um, goal. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, And actually, like, I spent a lot of time off not training for that goal, like, particularly about six months. Mm -hmm. Okay.
1: Uh, what What did you train for?
0: I trained my nutrition. Yeah. I trained my nutrition big time and I fixed some... Uh, deficiencies in my lower body in terms of single limbs. And then I got specifically concentrated on glute and hamstring strength, Mm. um, and, and didn't really run. And then about three weeks into restarting my training, uh, my coach at G4 superstar, (laughs) Gerald Green was like, you're going to run a 400. And I'm like, F.
1: And he goes, and you're going to do it under a minute. He's such a great coach. Okay. I did. And he did. Well,
2: I will say from an outsider's perspective, even though you hadn't been running at the track for the last six months, your training has been a lot more intentional. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely, absolutely. It's a method to a the madness, more. friends.
0: I also weigh about 15 pounds less. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's that matters. a big
2: difference. That makes, yeah, that changes
1: things.
0: Oh, so let's get back to the numbers. Like, if the you, range. Gave, you gave The range. Give a loose calculation here.
1: Yep, so between... Point, I think 0.6 is the, it's either 0.6 or 0.8. Like if you look at the USDA guidelines for like um, recommended intakes of protein, that's kind of what you'll see between 0.6 and 0.8 per pound, uh, grams per pound of body weight. Um, the caveat to that though is that's so you don't have a like protein deficiency that's so you're not deficient in like the amino acids you know what I mean that is not recommended for people that want to be well that is recommended for people that don't want to be sick yeah so between 0.6 and 1.2 grams per pound of body weight is the range And that depends on goals, that depends on age, that depends on the muscle mass that you have, depends on a lot of things. Yeah.
0: So like Sarah is a little bit more than 1.0. Yeah. I think so. I am at 1.3. And
1: (laughs) last week I was at like two times. No, you're not.
0: No, you're not. Let's not.
1: I'm,
2: I'm pretty much at a one-to-one right now. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh Coach Claire is a little bit more than a one to one. Her body is crazy. crazy uh crazy fast metabolism. Yeah, crazy fast metabolism. <laughs> uh and Coach Stephanie is a little bit under a one. Yeah. Um but like I talk about this all the time, we talk about this in our coaches meeting, how Sarah kind of sets the standard for me and how I <laughs> dole out protein. Just <laughs> because it, it's I base it off of muscle mass, you know. Um muscle mass and age and you know there's more customizations based off of that like we see how we go but like initial settings or goals are somewhere around there Mm
1: -hmm. cool and the other thing that i want to say about that is it's important to meet yourself where you are with that so if you think like oh i'm an athlete i want i work out every day i want more muscle mass and you just immediately go to one gram per pound of body weight If that's not near what you're doing already, that's probably going to cause you to be in a world of hurt (laughs) at first. (laughs) Your body does adapt. So what I tell people all the time, because at first, when we're turning up the dial on protein intake, sometimes we're turning down the dial. But most of the time, we're turning up the dial. A lot of feedback that I get is it's really hard for me to consume this much protein because of that satiety factor. It's filling. So if your body isn't used to that, it's going to be like, woof. And what I tell them is like, your body has mechanisms that prefer everything to stay the same. You have kind of conditioned your body to live on this low amount of protein. And so when you try to up turn up the dial on that, regardless of whether you're doing something that is ultimately healthy for your body, your body is going to be like, whoa, (laughs) like you're changing things on me. What is happening? And over time, you will adjust. And your hunger levels will adjust to that added protein. Uh, So I just like to paint that picture for people.
2: Yeah, and I mean, I I know you all do the stair step process as well. but. That's why we gather data, right? Like I want to see where someone is, because if someone is getting like 60 or 70 grams a day and I eventually want them at 120, I can't put them there right away. Exactly. First it's, okay. let's find consistency. And then it's spending weeks or months upping it by like five grams at a time. And what that also allows is, like we've talked about, is people learn how to start getting it from real food. If you jump someone's protein and try and double it, suddenly the only solution seems like three shakes a day.
1: Mm-hmm. You know. Yep, hundred percent.
0: Yeah. So, what are some ways people can incorporate higher dosages of protein into their diet?
1: Bradley's favorite way is eat more protein in one sitting, <laughs> like
0: yeah, bigger like portions, bigger yeah. portions. So maybe if you're if you're sitting down and eating a chicken breast. Maybe you eat one and a half chicken breast, mm-hmm. you know, or, or two. if,
2: I can't tell you how many people have an egg with breakfast, have an egg and some egg whites mm-hmm. or.
1: Here's a tip that before I, I was recommending that to people for a while, right? If, you, if I see them eating eggs, it's like, cool, like add an egg white to that egg. And we were doing that for the longest time where we were like <laughs> taking out the yolk of an egg. And then we had this oh whole like Tupperware of egg yolks that we were like feeding to our dog. That's yeah, true. And. I was like, why don't we just buy a carton of eggs and a carton of egg whites? And Bradley was like <laughs> <laughs> mind blown. Now
0: we have like 10 cartons of egg whites in our fridge. You realize that?
1: Why? Cuz I, I went to like, Costco. Cuz I went to Costco. this happened? You do the shopping. And I was like, oh, shopping. Costco
0: has free-range egg whites? Yes. And so I bought that, but I already had 3 cartons of like the whole You food want stuff. some egg whites? Sarah, sure. give so. them to me. I'm
2: worth it.
1: Uh, a really good tip too is like take your total amount of protein that you're trying to get and ask yourself, how many times do I like to eat? And kind of decide what the range in each meal needs to Mm -hmm. look like. So you're not waiting until the end of the day and suddenly you have to get 100 grams of protein at dinner like if you're new to this that's going to be hard if you're a Bradley Schneller that's no problem and also the
2: mini meal approach right instead of snacks approaching um those times you eat between meals as mini meals and trying to make those well-rounded yeah
1: protein source in snacks slash mini meals is a good idea yeah cool anything else
0: about protein yeah Let's talk about supplementation.
1: Okay. Let's talk about it.
0: So uh, who should supplement? How much should you supplement? What should you supplement?
1: I want to make it clear that supplementation is not where most people should start. It's not where anybody should start. Like people that are trying to sell supplements and just like are like, here's what I recommend. And that's how they start the program. Like, I don't like that. approach. You should eat your protein. Yeah. uh, Yeah. And if you're trying to hit a certain target and a protein shake or a protein bar would be helpful for you. Dope
0: bar is a supplement.
1: Yes. To Mm -hmm. get to that number then. Okay. But I think where people misstep is either they don't understand the purpose of the supplement. Um, You know, I had somebody ask me about specifically creatine the other day. And my response was, what are you trying to get out of taking this? Like, what is the result that you're trying to attain? And she was like, I don't know. I just saw somebody talking about it. And I thought I would ask, you know, like do a little digging Mm -hmm. and figure out what the benefit is. Uh, Don't just take things blindly because I see that a lot.
0: Yeah. Also, like. Most protein supplementations are whey Mm -hmm. um, at which for those of you who don't know, it is dairy. Mm -hmm. Okay. And 70% of the population has some type of intolerance to dairy. Mostly that has to do with quantity of dairy in a day. Um, So it is very possible to stack uh, like the whey on top of some other dairy you had and all of a sudden you're like shitting yourself all day. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Can, can we talk about, is the moral of the story to find a supplement that works for you? Yeah. Find a okay. supplement that works <laughs> for you, but Whether also like, like
0: dosages. So I do use whey, um, but I don't use it for its intended purposes. I use it for taste and sweetener to add add to like yogurt and yeah cottage cheese. Like
2: I'll say I'm at a point where I usually have a built bar every day because yes. I like well, they're, the, they're awesome. The they're taste. awesome. It's not it's dessert. so much yeah, it's something that keeps me from eating something Cookies. else and I'm perfectly satisfied with that. Um and even like I drink a lot less protein now, but even then I drink it because I like the taste after a workout or I like the flavor it adds to oatmeal or something like that.
0: Yeah. Uh, let's talk about vegan proteins real quick. I mean, vegan protein supplement. Okay. So what are some things people should be on the lookout when they are trying to find an alternative to whey?
1: you want? I mean, this isn't a vegan source, but you want I was thinking about collagen. Yeah, we we talk about collagen too. Yeah, If people are like trying to find something outside of way, I see them a lot of times going to collagen because that was the sexy thing, (laughs) the popular thing to do. Um, And not to say that there's not benefits to collagen protein, but it's not the same effect as getting a complete source of protein, which means that it has all of the essential amino acids that your body cannot uh create itself it needs to get them from outside food collagen is an incomplete protein source meaning it does not have all of the essential amino acids and so if you're trying to incorporate collagen specifically to reach a protein goal it's probably not your best source of protein if you're taking the protein are the collagen protein, because you want to have better hair joint and function and hair and nails, then how about it. They, yeah. make,
0: they make pills for that too. Yeah. They to co- make collagen pills. Yeah. Um, all right. So when someone's looking at a vegan protein, though, what are some things they should be looking at in order to get all of the amino acids?
1: I mean, that's the thing. You want to make sure that you are getting the complete amino acid profile. Can you give some it, examples, though? It, it will probably be on the label. Um, to be perfectly honest. But like rice is a protein source. Beans are a protein source. Um, but the reason why they're oftentimes put together in pro, like you'll see pea uh, protein and rice protein together, it's because it's trying to get at that complete amino acid profile.
0: So red beans and rice typically give me really bad gas. If I eat Beans and rice protein, well, I have really bad casts. I mean
1: potentially, I, I mean, yeah. it doesn't
0: need to be answered. I'm just I feel just like being that's stupid. an
1: experiment you don't need to try.:
0: Nope, I think, I'm just being silly.: I think
1: that has more to do with the legume than it does with the amount of protein that you're receiving from that meal. Yeah It's, yeah. it's, it's a joke. <laughs> yeah.
0: It probably wasn't the best joke, but it's a joke. <laughs> How many times can we say that? All right, anything else to add,? On? I don't
1: think so. No.
2: I think those are the big ones.
0: Yeah, I love it. Uh, So if you are looking for help with protein, (laughs) holla. (laughs) And
2: maybe by the second podcast where we talk about another macronutrient, we'll know the makeup of the house. (laughs) Yeah, we'll figure that out. In between (laughs)
0: then and now, we'll we'll figure figure that
1: out for next time. All right,
0: y'all. We appreciate it. Uh, Hope you have a great day. Tell your mom hi and them. Peace.
1: (laughs) Bye. Bye.